This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for Right Spot with Dunedin UNESCO's City of Literature. Well, the New Zealand Young Writers Festival is packed with thought-provoking sessions, two of which will feature our guest this morning. Ōtipoti writer Hana Ewaki will join other panellists for this Friday's session, Getting Our Feet Wet, Storytelling for Sea Level Rise, and Saturday's session, Playing With Trouble, Writing Gender and the Body. And they join me on the line now. Hana Morena, good to have you with us. Morena, nice to speak to you too, Jeff. Hana, you've been contemplating these changing times quite a bit lately, right? I suppose we all have. Yeah. But anyone under the age of, well, I don't know, about 70 or 80 years will have never seen so many converging crises. <laughs> it's uh, it's rich territory for a writer, I imagine. I mean, yeah, it is. But I think it's also a coping mechanism in some ways, um, in a way of trying to take stock and make sense of the world. Um, I guess... Yeah, I was just talking to my partner earlier and I was like, I've always been aware of kind of climate change. And I think, because one of the first movies I ever watched was Waterworld. (laughs) That movie? Yeah, that movie. So Kevin Costner really helped me (laughs) (laughs) understand climate change. But um, in all seriousness, um, you know, this idea of, um, I mean, I, I think all the time, I read recently about um, one of Talia Marshall's um, pieces that she wrote, writes for the ODT about different suburbs in Dunedin. So I was thinking even 15, 16 years ago, um, you know, St. Clair, she was writing about how there used to be lots of sand down there. And um, I remember even 15, 16 years ago that you've been able to like walk along there and it being a lot more sand down there. Yeah. Um... Um, so it's just, kind of a terrifying time to be alive. I'm also like eight months pregnant, so that's been on my mind as well, like bringing a child into this world is quite, um, yeah, scary. You returned to Aotearoa from Portugal before the first lockdown last year. Why were you there? Um, I was studying over there. So I was in a program uh, called... Uh, independent study program called Malmarsh, where we were kind of studying and coming to terms with lots of things that were happening in the world um, and kind of different philosophical ideas around, I guess, um, we looked a lot at like the Second World War and people like Hannah Arendt um, and, yeah, and I guess kind of authoritarianism. Um, so it was kind of, yeah, very rich, kind of material to be looking at during a pandemic um, and during the outset of a pandemic. And uh, um, I but imagine, also I just sorry. was living, also I just wanted to live outside of New Zealand for a while. Yeah. I, I <laughs> imagine that part of the world will have been a confronting one. As the, as the pandemic really started to bite, you would have seen just... Uh, just how that impacted on communities at various different kind of strata within the community. Oh, definitely. I saw kind of the beginnings of it before I I was able to come home. And I think that was really like a wake-up call for the privilege of being able to have a New Zealand passport and how lucky we are. But also I think even before that, um, you know, seeing this country that used to be this like 
you know, it was the birthplace of the transatlantic slave um, slavery in uh, Europe and was this great colonial power. Um, and then, you know, kind of has had to have all these, like, uh, you know, after the financial crisis in 2008, you can really see how this country's kind of uh, economically crumbling, but in some ways, I mean, they have a socialist government, so it's kind of, I, I don't know, it was a very, and it's had a dictatorship as well, the longest dictatorship in Europe. Um, so it's, it's an interesting, Europe's an interesting place. Like lots of these countries are very interesting because they have just layers and layers and layers and layers of history. And then when you combine that with a uh, like the plague, it kind of brings all of these issues that, it exacerbates all of these issues that were already present. Mm. And all of these histories come become kind of fertile ground for rethinking, um, I guess, yeah, sorry, I got a bit of a baby brain this morning. Well, and when you return, <laughs> when you return to Aotearoa, no doubt um, you're kind of you're taking that experience and you're looking at the way our society is responding to what's going on around us. And I suppose <clears throat> we're seeing those who are who are taking matters very seriously, and those perhaps who are still and can afford to perhaps be a little bit blasé about things. And not, and we're not just talking there, I guess, about about COVID, but also other other bigger issues of climate change and, and so forth. Um, when you come to be part of the sessions that you're going to be part of in this New Zealand Young Writers Festival, you've picked some big meaty topics. And the first session is you know, it's called Getting Our Feet Wet, Storytelling for Sea Level Rise. What do you imagine that session's going to unfold like? Um... Well, I've got, like, uh, I think it's three other, four other panellists to kind of bounce off of who come from different kind of perspectives. But I think for me, it will probably be speaking to um, that from more of an Indigenous point of view in the way in which Indigenous people are first and foremost going to be affected by rising sea level changes. Um, And you've already seen, like, all of these small Pacific nations that are, like, crying out um, during COP, like for COP26, that's coming up quite soon in Scotland and the UK, um, for help from larger nations. Um, and so I guess I kind of wanted to speak more about how, like, that's going to exacerbate problems that we already have, and how things like there's going to be, there is going to be, and there currently already is in Europe, there's a huge refugee crisis that is happen and within the next 10 to 15 years um, when all of these countries slowly disappear because of sea, sea level rises. And it's always these countries and these places that have had least amount of impact on the climate that are going to suffer. Um, so I guess I'll probably speak to that and also speak to that within the context of New Zealand and um, I'm really interesting and been interested in being following um, the what's it called, the, the, I guess like the, the Kaitahu have just, I think in the last, I think it was earlier this year, they sued the government for Rangatiratanga over all of the fresh waterways, all the waterways in the South Island. Um, so I've been watching that quite closely and quite interested in what will happen with that, um, particularly in regards to like other places that I fuck up to and like, 
Yeah, and I guess like having, and I guess I'm just really interested in the concept of land back, um, and not necessarily um, in the sense of people giving land back, uh, although that would be great, but more having um, indigenous people having sovereignty over their like lands that were taken, particularly um, down here and in the Waikato. Yeah, so I'll probably speak about those things as mm. well as speaking about, um, yeah, just how interconnected a lot of these things, so how these inequalities are with climate change as well and yeah. environmental racism. So wide-ranging but interconnected. Um, why is it important Definitely. that these? Why is it important that these issues are discussed within, within the context of this festival, this writers' festival? Um, I guess because. It's the Young Writers Festival, and these are the issues that we are dealing with and are going to have to deal with as like our lives go on and and what our children will have to deal with so it's it's just they're very pertinent issues to our existence and they're kind of things that we have to deal with and we have to think about because it's not as though the climate um the climate catastrophe is coming it's already here. Um, and we're already starting to see the con- like the consequences of that. Um, it just hasn't, I guess, revealed itself a- as much in New Zealand, I guess. That session, yeah. uh, Getting Our Feet Wet, 3 o'clock uh, tomorrow. Uh, no, sorry, Friday, of course. Is Friday, the festival. yeah. yeah uh, Friday for that session, 3 o'clock, Getting Our Feet Wet, Storytelling for Sea Level Rise. The other session, Hannah, that uh, you're going to be involved in is called Playing With the trouble, uh, writing gender and the body. How do you imagine that session unfolding? Um, I think that'll be an interesting session again, like discussing the ways in which um, not necessarily that gender needs to be defined through writing, but also that it's something that is there and it's something that is, um, you know, a construct um, the gender binary is a construct that was in, inherited through uh, Christianity and through colonisation, for, particularly for Māori. Um, we didn't have set gender roles in the way that, um, I guess, uh, that had that came from Europe. Um, and so I guess I'll speak to that, and I guess the other writers will speak to their own experiences of um, kind of... Uh, dismantling gender and their own practices as like non-binary people, um, and how like that might affect not necessarily that they would write about it directly within their writing, but it's something that's a part of them. So obviously it's there. If that makes sense. You'll be joined yeah. by Emma Barnes, uh, Fina Pomana, and Dan Goodwin for for that session, and that uh, is on Saturday at five thirty p.m. And it's part of a very busy and interesting uh, and provocative program through the New Zealand Young Writers Festival. Just more generally, Hannah, um, uh, uh, the focus obviously, um, uh, being eight months pregnant, is on what's going to be happening within your home and your household and bringing new life into the world. Uh, does uh, that give you much time at the moment for for writing? Uh, and what projects, if any, are you working on? Oh, I've been struggling to write, to be honest, because uh, I just get a bit of brain fog. Um, <laughs> but I've been doing lots of reading, and I have some writing projects coming up 
in the new year. Um, so I'm kind of just having taking stock and having a bit of a break at the moment after, especially. Yeah, I've got a like a a few very busy months, few months ahead of me over the summer. So yeah, nothing coming up just yet, but uh, I have a book. I'm being published in a book coming up next year, and I'll have some more projects to do with the press that I'm involved with with Morgan Godfrey called Cape Pie Press in the new year. So. And yeah. uh, Hannah, if people want to stay in touch with you and your work, do you have an online presence? Uh, yeah, I have an Instagram. <laughs> I'm not a big an internet person, but I have an Instagram, and that's uh, my handle is fulltime underscore hotutu. Yeah. We can check it out online. Well, of course, we look forward to your participation in the Young Writers Festival, which does get underway tomorrow. It's, a, as I say, a busy program. You want to check it out online, online at nz. All sessions are free to attend, which is one of the wonderful things about the festival, uh, supported by some great organisations to make that possible. Uh, but because of that, you want to make sure if uh, you are going to be able to attend in person that you can secure your spot because numbers will, of course, be limited for a festival like this. Pretty exciting, uh, Hannah, that we can still hold a festival at these times, right? Oh, yeah. I think this is maybe one of the only writing festivals in the country that's going to be in person. Everything else is online. So, it's yeah, we're very lucky. Well, we appreciate the time you've taken to join us here on the awesome morning show for Right Spot, uh, Hannah Aowaki. Uh, you uh, have a great time. Oh, good, good luck with... Uh, with everything that's coming up for you, <laughs> and let's uh, let's hope uh, that uh, that all goes well, and that you really get to enjoy the, your participation in New Zealand Young, Young Writers Festival as well. Oh, thank you so much, Jeff. Have a great morning and a great day, Kia ora. and I'll see you at the festival. Yeah. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.